0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Lake Room Podcast. I'm your host, Reggie, and I want to thank you guys for tuning in today. All right, so we just caught our first L of the season. I'm not happy about it. It was such an irritating loss, but it did nothing. We're still first place in the West. We should have won that game, but we didn't deserve to win it because the way that we were playing. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. Just stay tuned. We can go ahead and get right into it. I'm going to start off with the bad and then round it out with the good and we'll go from there to close the show out. So the first thing that stuck out to me the most from last night's game was LeBron James just being so passive. Like, I know he had a ton of assists, but honestly, I don't want to say that's not what we needed from him, but we kind of needed him to do both. We needed his scoring, you know, to keep us afloat. And he kind of was passing up a lot of shots, and hence to me, that's why he's missing shots because he wasn't taking them. You know, you didn't give yourself enough repetition to be able to knock down them shots when we needed them. So I would like to see him have more than – I think at one point he only had like eight points, and I want to say that was before the half. Um, and that just wasn't going to cut it. We can't, we can't have him scoring eight points. Um, shit, Clint Cook and all of them outscored him. So that goes to tell you right there – and I get it. You know, you lean on your teammates. For sure, you do. Always lean on your teammates. You're a team. There's no I and we. So I understand that. However, sometimes you need to do what the team needs at that moment. And I felt like last night we needed his scoring more than anything. Just because the uh, Magic came out so red hot and we needed somebody to counter that. And he wasn't countering it. And it was just. He's so passive, man, just passing the ball, passing the ball, passing the ball. And then when it was his time to shoot it, like I said, he was cold. He just didn't have it. Like that last second shot, you know, to tie it. I honestly sat there and was like, Give it to Quinn Cook. Give it to Troy. And only because they had the hot hand. Now if he would have gave it to Troy, he would have gave it to Quinn Cook and he would they would have missed it. I honestly would be able to live with that. Now I know a lot of you would say, What the hell? Why would you say that when you got LeBron fucking James on your team. He takes the last shot. But as sometimes you have to trust your teammates. If you know you ain't got it, and the man your man next to you is hot, why not give it a shot? You know, what I'm saying why not give it a shot. Quinn Cook is the reason why we got a one point loss because he shot a three at the very end, and he's the reason why we got you know back into the game. But we are gonna get on Quinn Cook a later, a little later in the show. But um, that's just what I'm saying. Like I said, again, I know a lot of people probably be like, you stupid as hell. You know, LeBron's on your team. LeBron takes a shot. But you got to trust your teammates. If you don't have it that night, you don't have it that night. How the hell you think he got all of assists? Because his team came around him and they played it game as a team. They didn't, you know, he didn't have to do all of the, the load that we kind of needed because the team, we came back as a whole. Um, I don't want to sound like, I'm contradicting myself because I did say earlier we needed his scoring. But at the same time, too, I say that because the team follows him. You know what I'm saying? They see he's, you know, he's scoring, he's aggressive. They become aggressive. But when he's passive and passing the ball, you know, the team becomes passive, you know. Um, But Quinn and Troy, they, they had to come out hungry. You know, they had to come out hungry. But, again, we're going to have to get to them a little bit later. They, that's coming. That's coming. Um, but we just needed LeBron to just be way more aggressive last night, and he wasn't. He was so goddamn passive, and it was just ridiculous. He missed a shot at the rim. KCP also missed a shot at the rim too, so the rim got two blocks. Those two shots probably would've, we would have won a game if they would have made them shots, but should have, could have, would have. You know, this wasn't meant to be. We caught our first loss of the year, and this is, this is just what it was. We gotta, you know, take it to the chin. And let me give, let me give credit to Orlando. You know, Orlando they did a very good job, played solid defense, had an answer for every run. Like I said in the podcast before this, every team is going to make their run, and it's all about how you respond to that run. So we made our run, and Orlando responded to it very well by continuing to push the lead, and going on their run to, you know, keep the lead or whatever. So. Shout out to Orlando, man. We can't even, you know, I ain't even going to hold him. Markel folks did their thing, but one thing I can't say, here go the Lakers again. Let some randy-dandy-ass nigga get career highs on him. Who the hell is a uh, Wes, whatever his name is, Olawandu, whatever the fuck his name is. A oh, randy-dandy that and, averages like five points, comes in on the Lakers and drops 20 on their head, and then therefore that team wins. You know, if you would have stuck him to his career average, season average, where the fuck it is, which is like four or five points, I believe, we, we we win the game. You know, we win the game. Like, the problem was the defense, y'all. The defense was non-existent. They got too many shots at the rim. We was overhelping our bigs at points. were overhelping a lot. And then one thing about it, the Magic have a lot of stretch bigs that can pull Dwight and pull uh, Javel out of the paint and make them play the perimeter. Hence leaving the interior open, so you know that was another way that the Magic were able to gain an advantage on us. So that's something you know we gotta work on, and game plan for, and I'm sure they game plan for it, but we just gotta be better at that because some teams that like the Magic can hang with us because I feel like they have the athleticism like we do. Their bigs can shot uh oh, shot can block shots and they could shoot the three and they're agile and they're you know athletic they're fast Aaron Gordon did his thing it's one guy on there i just can't remember his name he didn't get much playing time but when he was in Mo Bamba Mo Bamba i think that's who it was when he was in he made a difference for sure on the boards um Bruce, I, I never could say his name right Nicolas that's not his name is that his name shit i don't know their fucking names their center, Vucevic, Vucevic, whatever his name is, he um he didn't have that great of a shooting night, but he made key shots. So, you know, he did what he had to do. The guy, uh, Markel Foltz did his thing at the end became clutch. So shout-out to Orlando Magic. I'm not even mad at them. You know, they did what they had to do. They came in, grabbed the win, and we let them. We let them. We really did. We, we just, like I said, dug ourselves in a big hole twice. Uh, let me mention that we dug ourselves in a big hole twice. Um, this game, so many turnovers, so many fouls, and they were fouling. We're doing and ones. We're not even. It was one play where I want to say Aaron Gordon went in for a dunk. Javel should have just let him dunk it. Like it was too late. He should have just let him dunk it. He didn't. Instead, he lets he dunks it and then uh javel pushes him while he's in the air bro just let him dunk it take you know take the two two shots i mean take the two points and call it the day no need in giving him an extra point when we already down that only not even make sense you know so that was stupid uh i just feel like we overlooked the magic you know we you know we underestimate them we probably just like all right this is walk, we good and you the Los Angeles Lakers you have LeBron James you have Anthony Davis you have Dwight Howard you have all these people you have Kyle Kuzma and you know you're the first place in the west you are the second best team in the NBA everybody's going to give you their best shot you have to get up for everybody don't let don't sleep on nobody you know fuck if it's the Charlotte Hornets don't sleep on them. the Atlanta Hawks don't sleep on them. the Golden State Warriors at this point don't sleep on them. And I think we slept on a ladder magic, and they came in and they did what they had to do. Like I said, our defense trash. We just need to be more consistent. Uh, I want to say Alex. Well, Alex's gonna hurt. That was that was big for us because he does a lot for us on the defensive side, um, chasing around the guards and just the stuff that Alex does does not come up on the stat sheet. And he was he was missed last night, and I hope that he's okay. I haven't looked up any uh, news or anything like that to see his status. But I will once I'm done here with this podcast. I'll take some time and get caught up on today's Laker news and see what's going on. So, yeah, that that was the bad of this game to me. I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys could probably name it more, you know. But it just wasn't a good game. It was a bad game on us, and we we're not gonna win them all. But I just need us to learn from this game, look at the film, and you know, learn from it and continue. Try to get better. Hopefully, we get um ad back soon. That'd be great. Uh, Rondo was out, and uh, I needed Kuz to pick it up, man. Kuz, he's just so inconsistent, he's so inconsistent. Like, he has to work on his consistency. Like, we need you in these games with ad out. We can't have you scoring however many points he scored. Um, now he got now. I'm curious to know what he scored because I don't even know what Kuz's stats was. Let me look, let me look up his stats because I know he was. He disappeared. He really did. He disappeared to the 10th power. And I'm like, Kuz, where you at, bro? Where are you? We need you. Hello. We need your scoring. We need your scoring. <sighs> Damn, this NBA app is down. I can't see y'all. This NBA app is down. It's not letting me log in and see what it was. Damn. I can't. I can't even pull it up. Let me see if I can pull it up this way. Let me see, let me see. It, my fucking service is a storm out here. Or it's raining, should I say. So maybe that's what's stopping it from opening. But I'm going to check through here to see. Okay, I got it up now. Um, Kuz had four fucking points. Kuz, you know, got good goddamn well. You should not have no damn four points. He knew good well. He should not have no damn four points. Where the hell, boy? What the hell? He gonna sit there and score four, four points, and that's why your name is in the trade rumors. And I don't mean that to be mean, but shit, you can't drop thirty six and then, you know, drop four and five points after that. Like no, no, no. At least give us fucking fifteen to twenty. At least 15, Kuz. Not four, bruh. Like, stop. You got to st- get more consistent. I love Kuz. I don't want him to get traded. I know I'm a Kuzma fan. I definitely don't want him to get traded. But this inconsistent shit will, could put him on a trade block. It could. And I feel like if we, we trade him, it'd be a whole nother story. We're gonna, all going to be pissed because he's going to be lighting it up. We got to be patient with him. But we need him to do his part. Four points ain't going to cut it. That shit's not going to cut it with AD out. We need you to be the second scorer, next man up mentality, and four points ain't going to do it. And I ain't even going to keep going in on Kuz. Kuz, no. Kuz, no. Man, you got four points, five rebounds, and seven assists. Cool. I'm, I'm cool with the assists, whatever. But we ain't going to, we can't, no. Four points ain't going to cut it, bro. At least, nigga, at least getting double digits, bro. You got four points, man. Like, damn, everybody had two. But he only played 17 minutes. But shit, two points ain't going to get it either. We need the starters to at least. Come on, man. Like, at least. LeBron only had 19. Like, Quinn Cook outscored everybody. Out, outscored everybody. 25 minutes. Outscored everybody. 22 points, Uh, four rebounds, one one assist. Troy Daines was 17 off the bench in 21 minutes. Like, we need you to do better. So, yeah, I'm tired of talking about the bad. Let's move on to the good. Um, The good thing is we came back uh, from down 20 twice, and that just shows the fightingness. That shows us that we are capable. We're definitely, we already know we're a comeback team. Um, But to come back down 20 twice is something that we shouldn't have to do, but just to know that we're capable of doing it is uh, is good. Um, That JaVale McGee block on... uh, who was that? Oh, Terrence Ross. That JaVale McGee block on Terrence Ross has to make Sports Center. He like, he fucking just bent his hand all the way back. It was, that was a nasty-ass block, and that was some good. Um, I gotta, I gotta say while I'm talking about JaVale McGee, his last few possessions, that shit wasn't it. That wasn't it, that wasn't it, that wasn't it. Dwight needs to close games. JaVel start him. I'm going to leave that alone because, again, we on, we on the good topics. So the man, the myth, the legend, Quinn Cook, <laughs> he uh, came out, man, blazing, red hot, red hot, Br- brought us all the way back, kept us in the game, had a, had a response for everything that the magic was throwing at us. And we had to keep going to him. and He kept delivering. Same thing with Troy Daniels, man. Shout out to them fellas. They played a hell of a game. Hell of a game, keeping us in it, and I'm I'm so I'm so happy to see them get time, and be able to show what they can do. Cause I was already a big advocate of getting Quinn Cook. I was happy when we got him. If you don't believe me, go deep, deep, deep back into my tweets at uh, raeg underscore g three on Twitter. Follow me, and go deep off in my in my tweets back in free agents, and I'll tell you, can we get Quinn Cook as soon as the the, the Warriors. Released him. I was like, yeah, we need to get Quinn Cook. So, I'm a big advocate of him. So, I was disappointed um, when he was playing the way he was playing at the beginning of the season. But, again, at the same time, too, they didn't they didn't give him that much time, man. This win is kicking out here, y'all. This win ain't no joke. So, I'm glad to see him and, and Troy Daines be able to, to showcase what they can do on the court. Because it was red hot. It was red hot, man. They I don't know now. Um, how can the Lakers sit here and want to trade them at this point, right? Like, it's, it's hard to. But at the same time, too, I can see why they would. I can see why they would say, okay, let's trade them and get a point guard. Or let's trade them and get a uh, small four. I can see it. But makes they're making their case to stay. And I hope they stay. I like this team, man. This team together is dope. They're dope. And sometimes a trade is not always what's needed. You know, to be honest, just think about it. You know, most teams, you need cohesion. Every time you make a trade, you're sending somebody out and bringing somebody new in, and that uh means you have to start to learn and become more cohesive again because now you're trying to intertwine a new person or two or three or four in whatever you got going on. Uh, sometimes teams just need to gel and just, you know, be brothers like the Lakers are now. You know, sometimes – Clint Cook's going to have a high game. Sometimes he's not. It's a part of the game. You know, you have it, you don't have it. It is what it is. So I honestly can say I don't want to trade nobody. I know that in order to get another player, we may have to to open up a roster spot, I believe. But it'll suck because they're building something. They're building a great chemistry and brotherhood on this team that I love to see. That's I'd rather see that, man. I like seeing that in teams. So, I mean, pretty much that's what I got out this game just wasn't our night. We didn't we wasn't ready. We honestly deserved to lose that game. If we would have won it, of course I would have been happy, but you know, we lost it. We deserved to lose it. We didn't come, you know, we didn't come out swinging. We didn't come out and trying to put these cats away fast. We let them jump first. And uh we just didn't have no defense. So, you know, they going to watch film once again like I always say, they'll learn from it and hopefully Um, just make their tweaks and stuff like that and and keep going, keep pushing. We got the Houston Rockets next on Saturday. I'm definitely going to give you guys a podcast for that since that is a marquee game. Hopefully they come out swinging, come out ready. I feel like Lakers get up for certain teams, so I think they're going to get up for Houston. If AD plays, I believe they're going to get up for Houston. I believe that this is going to be a good game and we should get a win. We should get a win. I'm not afraid of no team in the NBA right now. I don't care what the team is. Not afraid of the Bucks. Not afraid of the Clippers. Not afraid of Houston. I feel like we could beat any team. So, with that being said, that's going to do it for this episode of the Laker Room Podcast. I'm your host, Ray G. Don't forget to rate, review this podcast, subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. We want to grow the show, and we can't do it without y'all. So, have a good one.